Talking Football podcast is brought to you in association with Classic 11 football shirts. Get 10% off absolutely everything at classic11.com with the code TALKINGFITBALL. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Talking Football podcast. My name's Derek Clark and each week we try and bring you a first-class interview with some of the biggest characters involved in the game. And they don't come much bigger than this week's guest, a true Bafana Bafana legend, a man who's captained host nation South Africa at the 2010 World Cup, as well as starring for the likes of Blackburn, Portsmouth and Ajax, amongst others. It is, of course, Aaron Mokuena. Having met Aaron prior to the World Cup a decade ago, I was keen to get him on the podcast and he did not disappoint. He's a guy who's lived the dream. As well as his career as a footballer, Aaron also tells us of the horrific massacre in his home township of Biopatong in 1992 when 45 people were killed. He not only survived that but went on to make his mark in the world of football. It was an absolute pleasure to hear Aaron's story so sit back and enjoy the latest episode of the Talking Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the, the Talking Football Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to say we're joined on the line this week by South African legend, former skipper of course in Portsmouth and Blackburn star Aaron Mukwena. Aaron, thank you very much for, for joining us. Thank you for having me, buddy. Thank you so much. Great career, of course, uh, in football, Aaron. Um, so much to talk about in, in your career. And um, before we do that, of course, um, coronavirus affecting everyone at the moment across the world. In terms of yourself and your family, uh, are you keeping safe and well? And 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 what is the situation like in in South Africa? Yeah, no, um, it's been difficult times. It's been absolutely difficult, but uh, uh, fortunately, everyone is um, is okay. Uh, we managed actually to. Uh, to get a bit loose on this um, on these difficult times, um, yeah. At the moment, actually, we 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 on level one um, from level five. Um, yeah, with level five, level four, three, and two, it's been um, obviously uh, different rules, and uh, it's been difficult to to maneuver and do things. But at the moment, actually, things are getting. Um, getting a bit uh, better, we can be able to do things. Yeah, but uh, so far so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, f- fingers crossed. It remains that way. It's certainly a, a strange time we're living it in at the moment. Um, in terms of your career, then, uh, Aaron, um, you were born, of course, back in 1980, and is it and Is it near Johannesburg? Is that correct? Yeah, that's that, that's correct. It's um, it's Buipatong. Which is about uh, an hour, an hour drive uh, from Johannesburg to the south of um, of Johannesburg. That's exactly where I was born. Yeah, and were you always playing football as, as a young boy? Can you remember? Yeah, no, I've um, I've participated in uh, in few sporting codes. Um, uh, I never thought that football will um, will be the one that uh, that I would um, I would seriously be happy with and um, um, get to to be focused on. Uh, I've also played basketball. Yeah. Um, I played volleyball as well. Uh, that's back in the years at school. Um, I did a bit of mar- marathon as well. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, eventually football took over. Yeah, definitely. Did you have any role models or anyone that you, you, you wanted to, to be like when you were older? Yeah, I mean, um, in football, really, uh, my my brother, I had two brothers, um, the elder brother and the second elder. Uh, they they played a match of football. Um, those were people that I used to look upon. Yeah, and um, and I was when I was um, I was now starting to get uh, uh, to get uh, to get to like football. And the likes of um, uh, Lucas Radene, the uh, former captain for Leeds, um, he, he has been my role model. I mean, seeing him doing well at Leeds and um, at his former club, Kaiser Chiefs, 
and captaining um, South African Football Association, Bafana Bafana. Um, And again, moving to captain, you know, lead. Um, He's been absolutely the person that I felt that um, I wanted to share a room with. I wanted to rub shoulder with. I wanted to play with. I wanted to have a chat with. Um, yeah, he has been my my role model to be honest. Yeah, he's a he's an absolute legend. So he is. Um, but before we look, I mean, growing up and and uh, where you were, Aaron, I was doing some research, and of course there was a tragic thing that happened there in, in 1992. In terms of yourself, did that did that affect you growing up as well? In terms of the massacre, it was it was a, a tr- absolute tragedy. What happened there? Yeah, no, it was, um, those were difficult times. <clears throat> um, those were during, during apartheid. Yeah. Uh, and I was, uh, um, I was still a, you know, a youngster then. Um, yeah, there was um, a, a massacre in, in Bulpatong. But likely I was surrounded with, uh, with a lot of brothers in the family and, and a sister. And obviously, um, uh, my, my, a single parent, which is my mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it didn't really affect me that much, but um, as a youngster, seeing such things happening, you ask yourself, what uh, what exactly is happening? Yeah. But when you start now growing up, you know, um, knowing what um, what 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 went, uh, what happened, uh, you start now realizing that um, you were absolutely lucky. So um, yeah, I thought I was quite fortunate to have. Um, such fantastic people around me. So yeah, um, it was a difficult, it was a difficult time since South Africa as a whole. Not only in um, in Bumbato, there's been a lot of massacres across South Africa. Uh, but that one actually, it's um, it's a highlight of my life. I would say it's something that I would cherish um, for the rest of my life and share it with uh, with my with my kids. Um, yeah. But uh, in terms of affecting me, I don't think really it um, it had. It was um, you know an eye opener, a, a a knowledge, a um, uh, yeah. I, I would probably say a life education as well. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And um, you started your career as, as a youth. Is it is it Jumbo Cosmos? Did is that where you you started your career? Yeah, that's where actually I started my my professional career. Um, I obviously played at um, at the youth at Jomo Cosmos, yeah. and I graduated to to the to I mean to uh, to professional football, uh, being the youngest in the in the in the team, uh, signed the professional contract at the age of fifteen, uh, played fifteen games, and then um, I had to move abroad, uh, but. Um, that is the club that I would probably say um, it was, uh, they laid a foundation in my life, especially in my career. Yeah. Um, it was absolutely a stepping stone for me. And um, um, I managed actually to, to learn a lot in terms of, um, uh, you know, professionalism. Um, that Actually, I'm, I've tasted the professional football at that club. Um, and I was quite fortunate that um, the owner of the club, um, one of the legends in South African football, Jomosono, um, have played in uh, in the USA with the likes of uh, Pele yeah. at um, at Cosmos, um, and he came back to South Africa and he fell in love with obviously uh, football, and he knew that football is in his blood, so he established Jomo Cosmos football club and being associated with such a person um, for me it was um, it was a dream come true and um, and I would probably say um, I have achieved what I have what I have achieved because of him I mean he he adored me actually he loved me to best and uh, he felt that um, I would um, I could be one of the um, the future you know uh, uh, international footballer or the future uh, prospect of um, of South African football. Wow! Uh, and 
that they moved to Bayer Leverkusen is that because he knew someone at that, that club or did they send a, a scout to South Africa to have a look at you? No, I actually uh, before Leverkusen I actually went to Ajax Amsterdam for for tryouts. Yeah, I mean Ajax liked what they saw, and I came back to South Africa after after two two weeks of uh, of tryout at Ajax. Yeah, and then then I was also playing for the under twenty threes of South Africa. Uh, we had to travel to France, Toulon. Yeah, um, every year actually. Yeah, every year they they used to host this um, Toulon tournament. So I, I traveled to um, that was nineteen ninety eight. I traveled to to France to play at that um, Toulon tournament. That's where actually Bayer Leverkusen um, came knocking. They saw me playing there, and uh, uh, they called me after the game. They showed their interest, and um, yeah. Um, I had to fly with by with by Liverpool, and obviously Jomosono uh, had to fly from uh, from South Africa to, to France uh, to do the negotiations. And now at that point, I was um, I was so confused because uh, my my heart was at Ajax. I went to Ajax uh, for tryout as um, as Ben McCarthy was um, was at Ajax, and now Liverpool actually came through. And um, but we made a decision then that. Um, Probably by Leverkusen would be a club that um, that we can start, uh, you know, our internet or my my international career. Yeah, so um, I signed a three years contract with um, with Bayer Leverkusen in 1998. Yeah. What what did what did your family think of you moving to Europe? Were they, were they proud of you, Aaron? To to, to go because those are um, massive clubs in Europe that you were um, you were looking to join and you would play for. My my family thought that I was a nutty. <laughs> uh, they <saw> that. <laughs> um, no, um, again, I mean, I was, I was so fortunate that uh, you know um, I had this strong mother uh, that um, had said to me, you know what, you make a decision, I'll support you. So um, I knew that uh, you know I had um, sort of a, uh, a, a a fall back type of a. Uh, Type of a structure. If anything were to go, if anything were to go wrong, so I was quite, I was quite confident. Um, I was quite a confident young young kid. Yeah. So um, they were very proud. They were very proud that, that things were happening for me, and um, things were actually things were actually going um, according to the you know the way that I was sort of um, always. Um, telling them that um, um, I would love to, uh, I would love them to uh, to happen. So yeah, everyone was was so proud of me. Yeah, that you spent a short time at, at Bayer Leverkusen, of course, and then then you would join Ajax in in '99. How how did that come about? Did you just was your heart like you said at, at Amsterdam, and you wanted to go back there? Yeah, no, I got to I got to Germany and. Uh, um, yeah, I felt that uh, you know, um, as much as Bayer Leverkusen was um, was a big club, then um, I, then actually they um, they had um, Christoph, Christopher Daum as, yeah. as their coach. Yeah, yeah. Every, every everyone know knew actually who was uh, Christopher Daum then. Yeah. Uh, they had the Roberto in the in the club. Yeah. They had uh, the you know uh, Michael Balak yeah. in the club. Uh, but uh, to be honest, I really never felt um, at home. Uh, um, and and again, I mean, Ajax kept actually kept in touch with me, and uh, they gave me a word that you know what, if you still want to come back, um, you can always come back. So um, yeah, I went to prison. Uh, we went to prison in Switzerland with uh, uh, Bayer Leverkusen. We got back. And I honestly never felt that um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a home for me. Um, I'm not too sure if maybe it's because I went to Ajax for tryout and I felt that that Ajax I was uh, I felt yeah. So I made this scene again that you know what um, I I want to go. I want to go. Um, either I go back home or I I go to Ajax. Fortunately, I kept um I called um, Ajax and they came through. Um, to to fetch me at Leverkusen, and I ended up being at um, at Ajax. Yeah, 
And I mean, the Ajax at, at that time, they, they had um, it maybe wasn't the most successful time for them, but they had so many and uh, many great players. And uh, was it Jan Vouters that was it, the manager at that time? Um, then actually the manager they had. Uh, uh, was it Quadrians? It wasn't Jan Vouters. No, no, it was it wasn't Quadrians. Um, no, it was Quadrians. No, no, no. Um, there's this. Um, Coach in uh, there's a manager in Denmark. Uh, ah, was it can, Martin Olsen? Is it Ma- Martin Martin Olsen? Martin yeah. Olsen was the was, was the manager there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, for me, actually, at Ajax, what actually made me feel at home it was the fact that I wasn't really, you know, um, getting in the in the in the first team immediately. I had to graduate, so um, I went to Ajax. I signed a professional contract but I was playing at the youth yeah. so um, that and again I was living with a foster family Benny Mekati was there as well so um, I, I had sort of a, um, a, a a structure that I felt I could um, I could grow prop, uh, properly and um, not really jumping stages Yeah. so I think they, really that's, that's, that's why actually my my heart was um, was at Ajax, and um, yes, I went to Ajax. I've, um, like, as I said, I've, I've signed a professional contract. I signed a six years contract, and I I played at the youth of Ajax, played with the reserves, and eventually I I played for the first team. Yeah, C- can you remember making your your debut for Ajax, Aaron? Oh yes, um, I remember we had a game at. Uh, uh, in Rotterdam against the Fire Knot, wow. that was the the fine the Amstel Cup final. Yeah. That was my debut. Wow! And um, and we won the final. Um, that was uh, my first my first game actually for for Ajax. Yeah. Wow! Terrific. And I mean, you mentioned Benny McCarthy was there, and you you'd later play, of course, with him at Blackburn, and of course with the national team as well. How, how good was it to, to 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 play alongside him? Did you enjoy? Um, his company and, and playing with him? No, absolutely. I mean, um, from the same country, obviously, and um, and we played together with the national in the, with the national team. So it was um, it was it was good for me actually to to have such a person um, in 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 Ajax. And as I said, that um, we had and again, I mean, we had the same manager. Yeah. So um, everything was really falling into place. So. Um, I, I had my you know my my great youth time at um, at Ajax because of exactly what um, what I had mentioned. And I mean, some of the players I was reading that were Ajax at the time, um, Aaron Vinter, of course, was the captain. Um, uh, the likes of Rafael van der Vaart, was he coming through at the same time as you? Do we roughly be about there at the same time? Yeah, yeah, actually. Um, we played together at uh, at the youth with uh, with Rafael. Yeah. Uh, we we actually grew together. I mean, we we also played with the, in the reserves, and uh, we break through to the first team together. So, uh, um, yeah, the Rafael from the front and um, and the, the Brutillo phase, um, those are players that um, that uh, we we actually broke through to the first team with Ajax. Um, yeah, Brian Loudrop was there for a time as well. Not too sure if you'd have played with him, Aaron, but did you, um, in trading and things like that, did you notice how, how good a player he was? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I had an opportunity to play with uh, with Brian Loudrop. Um, I had an opportunity to, you know, to rub shoulders with him. Um, um, yeah, what a, what a talent. What a, for me, I would, I would probably... Uh, I would probably say he was a magician. Um, together with the uh, elite man, and those are um, oh. those are players that I think they have um, um, they have actually um, put Ajax um, Ajax flag in um, in in every country or in the world, yeah. if um, if you like. Um, those are players that um, they, they 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 understood what um, what is Ajax. Um, uh, Ajax Amsterdam uh, philosophy or Ajax um, uh, system. So um, yeah, I mean those are players. Then that I would probably say right now, um, 
I would I would I would probably take them as um, as as uh, people legends that made it in the world of football. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And um, of course, when you were at Ajax as well, you would uh, uh, not only represent uh, South Africa, but captain your country. I think the youngest ever captain as well. Um, uh, how how did that make you feel, Aaron? Obviously, it's a, it's a proud moment, but to captain your country at such a young age is uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, um, it was a, I would, I would probably say it was a dream come true. Um, having said that, um, you know, rubbing shoulders with the likes of Lucas Vadevis, the Phil Matingas, the McFish, I I think really I have learned a lot and I have um, I have rubbed shoulders with 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 the, you know um, the legends that have um, have been honest in this um, in this football, especially in South Africa, um, the legends that have. Um, have played international football or have um, have played in big leagues yeah. in the world. Um, so uh, being the youngest captain and the youngest footballer ever in the history of South African football, I was so proud, I mean, especially from my background where I come from, uh, from the dusty streets of Bipatong. Um, it was absolutely, you know, um, uh, an unbelievable feeling. You know, uh, but um, I felt that I have to. I have worked so hard to um, to end that, and um, um, I just needed to, you know, to do well and 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 keep really, uh, you know. Um, I, I just wanted to be the legend as well. I just wanted yeah. to to be to be honest. I think the most important thing is to is to be honest in this. Uh, in this football so you can pass it through to to the next generation that's exactly what I wanted to do yeah and of course captaining your country um, as well and you would captain other club sides uh, was that something that you really enjoyed be, being the leader Aaron is that something that, that came naturally to you um, <laughs> I, would, I would probably <laughs> say it's very difficult to, to you know to say that unless somebody Somebody said um, on my behalf, but I think yeah. um, um, I had those those qualities. You know, yeah. uh, um, uh, the fact that I have played at the youth of Ajax, I have um, I have travelled the world, I have um, I managed to to grow at a young age. Um, I think you know, um, being uh, you know, uh, um, the fact that I've got an opportunity to to play at the youth of Ajax, for me, it was um, it was a good start for me. Yeah. Uh, more especially um, to get to, to get that foundation properly laid. Um, Ajax Amsterdam Football Club for me it was uh, it was the the, the right beginning, yeah. and and obviously um, being able to achieve what I what I have achieved, especially captain in the national team, captain in clubs in. Um, in in Europe and in the UK, um, that tells you actually that the foundation, the proper foundation, has been laid. So um, yeah, um, it's um, it's been scary at times, but um, yeah. uh, it it's been something that um, I felt that I I do deserve, and um, I just need to take it with a chin. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, back to the, the the club football. Of course, you would when I actually you, you spent two loan spells at, at Beerschot in, in Belgium uh, before joining uh, Genk in Belgium in two thousand and three. Um, did you move on from Ajax? Were you sad to leave first of all, Aaron? And did you move to get uh, more regular first team football? Yeah, um, actually, what happened was that um, Ajax bought a club in Belgium and. Uh, um, I felt that um, you know, uh, being you know being out there and being seen, um, I I needed to play more. Yeah. And play more for me was uh, probably to to move to that um, um, you know uh, injection club um, for Ajax, and um, uh, you know likely Ajax actually have agreed, and um, few players had to. Had to go and 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 stabilize um, that um, I well um, Jamila Biersport and I was one of those and I got there 
I kept in the club immediately when I got there, and uh, we we did we did absolutely well. Yes, I mean, gang came knocking, um, and um, you know they they asked for my service from Ajax, and um, yeah, uh, from PSPS. But then uh, I played for for Racing Gang. Yeah, uh, and of course you'd spent a, a bit of time there before. Uh, the move to England came about in, in, in Blackburn Rovers. Um, what did you always fancy playing in, in English football, and, and, and what made you join Blackburn? That Derek, it, it always been my uh, my dream. Actually, I I always said that um, I would never stop playing football if I haven't played in the in the UK. Oh. And uh, and like like you, when I was playing at uh, at Genk. Uh, Mark Hughes and uh, Mark Bowen, they mm. came through to watch uh, to watch me play. And um, uh, again, they they've heard about me, and they came what they came to to to, to Gank to watch a um, couple of games of mine. Bolton actually came through as well, uh, but uh, but uh, Mark, Mark Hughes thought that uh, you know what um, uh, we just need to make a move here before uh, before these other teams come. Yeah. Knocking. So, um, yeah, uh, I went to Blackburn for for two days, um, just for trials. Uh, it wasn't really tri- trials. I mean, it was just for medical tests and whatnot. So, yeah. but obviously, when I got there, I needed to to train. So, yeah, I trained for two days as I was doing my my medical test and signed the signed the deal. Got back to gang, packed my stuff, and um, yeah. And the rest was history. <laughs> yes, certainly. Um, you mentioned Mark Hughes. Um, of course, he brought you to, to the club. What was he like as a coach? Did you enjoy playing under him? Look, um, I, I didn't know much about Mark Hughes, but uh, immediately when I've heard that Mark Hughes was uh, uh, one of the best strikers at Manchester United and he came to watch me playing, I, I just couldn't refuse, you know. Yeah. Um, as the manager for me, uh, the fact that he played football, um, he was a tough cookie, to be honest. Um, <laughs> he would ask a lot from the from the players, uh, but I think it was um, it was to do with his character. Uh, but a wonderful, wonderful manager, wonderful, uh, uh, you know, manager to play for. Um, and and he knew he knew how to how to man manage. Um, he he again. I mean, he he liked me to bet. Um, I remember in my two training that I had at, at Blackburn, I I didn't know who Paul Dikov was then. Yeah. And 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 he made me to play against Paul Dikov, <laughs> and I took Paul Dikov off. So um, then he thought that you know what I mean. No one have ever played against Paul Dikov and and did what I did, especially in two days, not knowing who Paul Dikov was. <laughs> I mean, you know very well Paul Dikov was a nasty striker, yeah. was a nonsense if if I were to if I were, I were to put it in that way. Uh, but I did well against him, and uh, and and Spikey thought, you know what? I mean, we just we just need to make a move, uh, and he was absolutely for everyone, not only for me, but for everyone was a fantastic manager and I still respect him even today Yeah, absolutely, of course you played with some cracking players at Blackburn your debut um, was it against Cardiff um, uh, you, you would come on for uh, Barry Ferguson, I think he would leave for, for Rangers shortly after so um, did you? I guess you didn't get to get to play much with him No, no, no um, yeah, I came, I came in to, to substitute Barry and, and we knew actually Barry was a uh, was 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 a star at um, at Blackburn Rovers, um, a, a, a an intelligent midfielder, yeah, and especially in in Scotland, one of the uh, the best um, best players, if you like, uh, the captain of the country. Then um, came in, you know, coming in to substitute him, it was a it was an honor. Uh, but again, I mean. I, I, I worked so hard. I worked so hard actually to, to to get in that position, but I never I never thought that uh, it would happen as quick as it did. Uh, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I played with tremendous um, you know footballers. Um, your 
I can mention one. I yeah. can mention one to be honest. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, uh, two guys. Yeah, two guy two guy. Was, I was going to ask you about him, Aaron, because um, anyone that I've that I've spoken to that has played with him says he was he was he was terrific. He was some player. Yeah, no, he's, I, I think for me, most um, I played with uh, two guy was uh, was was one of the the best player. I mean, he was he could make things happen. Yeah. Um, I have all, all, honestly, I have never seen um, such a tough player and intelligent player who smokes. I mean, you know what? <laughs> everyone knew that uh, that the two two <laughs> everyone knew that two guy uh, a day he would he would smoke twenty uh, twenty cigarettes. Wow! But uh, but come game game time, he would outrun players that are. Living in healthy, healthy lifestyle. I'm not saying uh, smoking is um, it's good, but um, uh, what a professional he was. I mean, he knew actually. Um, he knew the game. Let me just put it that way. He knew the game. He understood the game, yeah. and he would sacrifice things for the game. But um, at Blackburn, actually, he would make um, the team gel. He would make the team play, and um, and and yeah, everyone actually lo- loved him. I mean. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I mean, for me, I think um, as much as I have played with a lot of players, a lot of good players. Yeah. Um, two guys stand out. Yeah, Blackburn were doing really well. Um, that, that especially in your first full season, finishing sixth in the league. And how, how much did you enjoy coming up against the, the big teams, the likes of um, Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea? Um, how much did you enjoy those games? I think for me, those were games that I enjoy more than playing against. In due respect, this um, this small small yeah. teams in um, in EPL. Um, I always actually enjoyed playing against your Roy Keane, yeah. you know, playing against your Vieiras, um, and um, I never I never came last, you know. Yeah. Um, I would make sure that um, I stamp my my authority as well, uh, but I. Really, really enjoy those games, and again, those games. Even though I could be on the bench, those games are games that um, my cues will 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 make sure that I play. You know, and that meant a lot to me. It showed that um, um, I would I, I was never that player that um, that would hide, especially when come when comes to to play against um, you know um, uh, top players or top top teams, but. Um, um, I enjoyed every 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 game that I have played in EPL, but um, but again, I mean, you know that uh, uh, when when you stop playing or when you retire, uh, um, you want to talk about um, you know top players that you played against, top clubs that you played that you played against, and I really really enjoyed playing against top uh, top clubs in in EPL. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, there were some uh, controversial players that played for Blackburn as well when, when you were there, Aaron. Um, the likes of uh, Robbie Savage, of course, w- was there. Craig Bellamy. Um, uh, El Hadji Juf came as well f- for a period of time. I guess it was a, quite a lively dressing room. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Benny McCarthy came through as well. Yeah, so, Benny McCarthy, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we, we had that... Um, a lively dressing room. We had a, a dressing room that um, um, that <laughs> um, you, you needed actually to turn up on the day. Uh, whether it's a training, whether it's a, it's a game, you need to absolutely, absolutely to you know uh, to turn up on the day. Yeah. So um, it was a healthy competition in the, in the dressing room, and and again, I mean, it goes back to to the manager as well. Uh, my cues. Uh, could manage such such players. I mean, we had we had big players in um, in that dressing room. I mean, your uh, your Samba as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, your your Fidel. You know, um, we, we had absolutely. You know, uh, your Paul Dukov uh, as well. We had we had big players. Um, but um, uh, I tell you what, um, we I think. With that team that we had, uh, it was the first time that uh, Blackburn Rovers. After, yeah, I know that uh, back in the years Blackburn did well in terms of winning the league um, with the Alan Shearers and them. Uh, but then it um, it it slipped a bit, 
Um, with that Matthews era, uh, we managed to play at UEFA. You know, we played UEFA Cup. We finished, I think, um, sixth or seventh position in the league. Um, so yeah, we had absolutely, um, you know, healthy, healthy. Yeah, we had healthy competition in, in the in the dressing room. But at, at the same time, we we knew actually how important it is to wear that um, uh, the Blackburn Rovers jersey. Yeah, definitely. You made over, of course, 130 odd appearances. So uh, much loved it at Blackburn, and and you scored a, an absolute beauty of a goal um, against uh, Sunderland. I think it was, um, which was voted goal of the season for um, 2008-2009. Can you can you remember much about that goal? I was just about to hang up this um, this conversation if you didn't mention that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I had I, I had two two beautiful goals. I mean, um, Sunderland um, in Blackburn Rover in, in Blackburn, and yeah. um, we played against Manchester City as well. Yeah, uh, in um, that was FA Cup. Um, and that actually been the the goal of the of the year at uh, at uh, at Blackburn. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those were two uh, two two goals that um, that really I would probably uh, could talk about even even today. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, now um, for for us, especially for me, I wasn't born to score goals, but I was uh, I was I was born to prevent. So. Um, yeah, but those two goals were, were goals that um, gave um, gave a bit of um, a difference in the team as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you would leave, of course, uh, in 2009 to join um, Portsmouth. Um, did you just fancy a change, Aaron? Did, was it, did you just fan- fancy moving clubs and, and a different challenge? Yeah, no, um, I just... So, but actually, I fell in love with Port, with, with Portsmouth as well. Um, as we we all knew that Portsmouth had had a, a rich history, and um, and I felt you know what I mean. I I have uh, I have served a, uh, at, um, at at Blackburn. I've I've done what I what I needed to do. So a bit of of a change, and especially moving to the coast of um, of England. Um, uh, it's exactly what I wanted to do, yeah. and um, yeah, I got there as well. Again, when I got there, I kept in the club. Uh, we got to the FA Cup final, and that was um, happy days. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was Paul Hart that was there, and then Avram Grant took over. And um, how, how did you find them as coaches? Yeah, um, <clears throat> Paul Hart actually was uh, uh, him actually who convinced me to come through. Yeah, and he made he made me the skipper. And uh, yeah, again, I mean, um, he was, you know, that manager that was old-fashioned. Yeah. Uh, um, but he understood actually how difficult it is to play in um, in England. In, in England, and he needed uh, players with big hearts, and he thought that probably I will, I'm one of those. And um, yeah, I enjoyed playing against, you know, play, playing playing under Paul Hart and Avram, with his experience. Um, I mean, just a cherry on top. I mean, yeah. um, Avram was never a manager that will 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 shout at you or will talk too much, but yeah. will man manage. You know, yeah. um, with him actually, we managed to play at um, at, a, at, at FA Cup final, and um, and he, he he was never. That manager that you would see him on the bench swearing at players or shouting at players, but um, he would make it a point that uh, you, you, you as, a, as a footballer, you have to understand why you play in, in England, why you playing for Portsmouth. Um, um, so you, you would you would actually um, make make players be aware uh, the importance of um, of playing. Uh, for for Portsmouth and of course of 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 playing in England um, and how how good we were we were you know yeah um, so you would you would actually uh, uh, motivate than uh, than 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 coaching or uh, putting the technical uh, technical uh, awareness in the in the dressing room I mean if you remember he had um, your 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 uh, David James, 
You know, yeah. those yeah. Were, were, were were players with experience. So um, most players, actually, we didn't, didn't need to coach us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just broke up a little bit there, Aaron, but I've got you back. Um, it, it was a tough season for, for, for Portsmouth in the league, of course, with the, the financial problems. But um, in terms of the FA Cup, that was really the competition that you guys excelled in. What was the reason why, why you did so well that, that year in the, in the FA Cup, do you think? I think we, 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 we all knew that, um, you know what, we, we're in a difficult situation and... Um, uh, it wasn't our fault, you know. It wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault. Uh, but we just need to. We just need to do this for for the supporters. Yeah. We just need to do, to to do this for ourselves. And 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 that actually motivated us again. I mean, goes back to uh, to Avram Avram Grant. I mean, that's exactly what he was saying. He was saying, "Look, I mean, this situation is a situation that w- we cannot control. Uh, the only thing that we can control is being in the field and." And being honest in the field, and 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 winning games in the field, and doing well. And fortunately, the FA Cup was um, was a year for us to get to the finals of um of of, of that beautiful cup. So um yeah, I think um the fact that we're in admin administration, it was um it was an extra motivation for us as well. Yeah, was it difficult, Aaron? Because I know players weren't getting paid on time and what have you. Was 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 that a bit difficult to deal with? It was difficult, but we never felt it. You know, um, yeah. uh, when when you win games, Derek, when you win games, um, you don't really feel the difficulties of um, of the the staff of the field. Yeah. You know, uh, the only thing that we're actually um, you know so so happy with is that. Um, we're doing well uh, in in one of the important cups, or in in England. So, um, we our focus was just you know what, let let let's control what we could control. Um, the rest, the rest, we knew that eventually we'll get our money. Um, but then our focus was to do well in the field and 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 and, and make sure that um, when we leave the club, we leave the club uh, with. Um, with a serious pedigree, um, and we wanted actually the uh, those those fantastic supporters for Portsmouth to be proud of um, of of that that bunch of players when we leave the club. So yeah, I mean we just needed to to do what we could. Yeah, and of course that run was all started thanks thanks to your goal in, uh, against Coventry and. In, in extra time in the, in the third round you would then go on and beat the likes of Southampton Birmingham Tottenham and then Chelsea would win the final at, at Wembley what was that like of course it's disappointing to, to lose the final Aaron but can you remember much of the, the experience of playing at Wembley? Derek uh, I don't just score goals when I score for life you know uh, <laughs> the, the goal in Coventry um, I think that goal actually gave us a, a hope yeah. Gave us a hope that uh, you know what um, uh, we, we actually we have this. I mean, uh, we in this still. So I think that was quarterfinals um, when when I scored that goal and um, moving to to Wembley. Um, I it's always been been a dream to play in um, in in Wembley. Yeah. I mean, um, everyone actually who's associated with football in the world. No, um, Wembley is a it's a historical venue, and um, playing in 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 that in that field to start with playing against Tottenham, knowing very well that Harry Redknapp uh, used yeah. to be the the manager for Portsmouth and beating him yeah. uh, in the semi-finals and moving on to play Chelsea in the final, that that was a dream come true, you know, and and again for me actually it was so special because. Uh, it was. I took that as a dress rehearsal because um, I was leaving the club to come to Sarasca to play in the 2010 World Cup. Yeah. So um, it was. Um, it was. It was emotional. It was um, mixed emotions in it. Uh, but the fact that we got to the final uh, for me, it was just a. Uh, you know what? I took that actually as a. As an highlight, another highlight of my career um, in difficult times, 
Yeah, definitely. But before we talk about, of course, uh, the World Cup in South Africa, um, some players that you played with Portsmouth, you mentioned David James, but um, of course, uh, Nwanku Kanu w- w- was there at the time. Uh, what a terrific player he was. H- how how good was he, Aaron? Nwanku has always been a gentleman. You know, yeah. he's, been a, he's always been a gentleman of the game. Um, he, he, I mean, he understood the game as well. I would probably say Wanko um, Kanu um, and and two guy. Those were two players that I I felt that they understood the game. That they were born with this game. Yeah. And um, especially Wanko. I mean, Wanko he did well in 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 Arsenal. He did yeah. well in in African continent. So um, rubbing shoulders with him, uh, it was amazing. I mean. Uh, we were, we had something in common in terms of uh, the the African uh, brotherhood um, playing in the Cup of Nations, you know, against each other. Um, so now sharing the, the the dressing room together, um, it was amazing. It was really really amazing. Um, again, he was he was honest. He was honest with the game and very jealous about the game. So. Um, uh, being able to to rub shoulders with him, it was um, it was amazing. Yes, certainly, and of course, uh, the World Cup came to South Africa in 2010. Uh, the first uh, World Cup in the, the African continent. You were the, the captain of the, the host nation, Aaron. I mean, uh, uh, absolutely massive in terms of of the country and for for Africa as well. Um, can can you remember much about the build up to that and, and the excitement surrounding the, the whole thing? And um, I mean, it's, it's certainly a, a once in a lifetime sort of event, isn't it? Yeah, no. Um, um, I, I remember uh, very well, actually, um, especially the build-up. Um, I remember w- when I was still in the UK, I had um, I had almost four hundred interviews inter- internationally, uh, building to that World Cup. You know, trying um, to you know to 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 bring that vibe and to make people understand what it means. Yeah. Um, to hold such a uh, such a big um, big event, and and obviously, I mean, questions came up that um, you know I, I would be safe coming to South Africa. Um, do you guys live with lions? So I had to yeah. um, I had to educate people somehow, you know. Yeah. Um, and and coming 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 to South Africa, especially after the FA Cup final, when I got to South Africa, getting to uh, to to the camp. Um, we had a tall bus, you know, to appreciate the support that people actually gave to the to the national team. Um, actually, people were so um, were so crazy about um, about hosting the World Cup. I mean, we knew that it's um, it's the first whole, the first World Cup in African soil, probably the last World Cup, you know. Um, and and being the host of that um, that that big big event uh, we knew it was going to be difficult but um, uh, everyone actually looked forward to it and um, I, I truly enjoyed it and especially uh, as a captain I absolutely I mean you, 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 Derek you look at our uh, the group that uh, that we had I mean yeah, it was tough it was a tough group it was absolutely a tough group but um, and, and and again I mean uh, with with four points or yeah, with four points, um, in a normal circumstances, in a normal group, um, you you get through to the next round. Uh, but to show that um, we were really in a difficult group, um, we had four points, but um, uh, we couldn't get through. But uh, the boys, I mean, with the inexperienced squad that I had, uh, or in the inexperienced squad that I had to lead, um, I I I. Well, I knew that the boys actually would go out there and and do their best, but I also um, knew that um, uh, we were lined up with difficult uh, countries, with countries that had a serious, serious history um, um, in, in 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 World Cup or World Cup history. I mean, um, but uh, but but being being out there and 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 showing that. Um, we 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 the host and we want to do this for the country. 
Um, I think the boys, I was so proud with the boys. The boys get out, got out there and, and they did what they could do for, um, for the nation. Oh, they certainly did. The, the, the opening game, of course, everyone remembers the goal from uh, Shabalala. It was a, a terrific goal. Um, can you remember much about it and much about playing it in, in that game? Or was it one of those, Aaron, where the, the game sort of passes you by, it goes in so quickly? Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, that goal, uh, Derek, again, you know, you know, the thing is that uh, um, people don't talk, don't, don't talk much about, uh, about defenders. Uh, but yeah. you look at that goal. I think it was um, we had about three passes to the goal. I I intercepted the um, the um, uh, the ball. I gave it to Kakisho Dikashwa. Kakisho Dikashwa gave it to uh, pass it to um, to to Spira Shabalala and Spira scored a goal. And and that goal actually gave us a hope. You know, gave everyone actually a hope um, that. Um, uh, there is a serious possibility in this. We can we can absolutely uh, stem the authority, or we can we can uh, we can show people that uh, there is talent in South Africa. Or um, uh, we we actually it gave us a a a a, a, a serious hope that uh, we can still win the World Cup. You know, um, even though as I said that um, I knew it was going to be difficult, but that goal actually. Um, you know what? Um, I think even uh, people that never supported or yeah, never supported South Africa, but with that goal actually because it was such a special goal, um, people actually um, you know supported South Africa after that, after that goal. Yeah, of course Uruguay it was a, a difficult game. They're, they're a terrific side, of course, but but you would you would finish the. Uh, the, the group campaign with a victory over France, a famous victory over France, of course. Can, can you remember much about about that game? Yeah, no, um, maybe we can touch a, touch a bit about um, about Uruguay. I mean, I always said you cannot. There is no chance that you can play uh, against Uruguay with one man down. Yeah, I mean, we had a red card, and um, deep down, I knew that it's going to be a mountain to climb. Yeah. Very difficult goal in a di- very difficult game in a difficult, um, uh, well, in a cold, um, cold, uh, cold, cold evening, if you yeah. remember well. And then, um, yeah, we played France. Um, fortunately, we played against France while they had problems in uh, in the camp. Uh, but that's not an excuse. They had. Um, Fantastic players. I mean, if you remember well, they have the Thierry Henry in the team. They had uh, the Evra in the in the in the team. So they have they had all good players uh, that could have beaten us if maybe um, they, they, they 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 had their you know their their heads together. Yeah. Uh, but um, but we knew we knew actually how important that game was going to be, and we knew that it's a game that each. Uh, to get through to the next round. So, um, yeah, we went out there knowing very well that we absolutely uh, have so much to lose. We we had so much to lose. Uh, but um, when we win the game, we knew that um, uh, we absolutely have um, uh, have a big chance, a big chance to uh, to get through to the next round. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I mean, it was, uh, in terms of the, the overall picture for South Africa, Aaron, I mean, uh, um, tremendous honour, of course, on, on a personal level for you to, to not only play in the World Cup for, for your country and captain them, but in terms of the country as a whole, people talk about legacy and and, uh, and, and, and being good for the country after the event. Is, is, is the World Cup being good for, for South Africa, do you think? I think infrastructure-wise, um, it, it left a, a beautiful legacy. Um, um, but um, when we talk about football, I mean, uh, when we talk about football, I think, um, uh, uh, to be honest, Derek, we could have done better. Um, I, I think um, the fact that we were, we were so hyped up in, um, in winning the World Cup, yeah. we... We, we we never prepared enough in terms of um, investing investing in the youth. Yeah. Um, that 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 actually it's um it's what actually um you know catching catching up with with us at the moment. Um, we we have never actually looked into 
um, investing cleverly or in, in investing smart in um, in the youth and making sure that um, uh, 10 years after the World Cup, we want to say, um, you know what, we have invested enough in the youth and this is the... Um, this is what actually we got from the investment that we had, we have done during the World Cup. Yeah, uh, that that actually is, um, yeah, it's it's been done for. But otherwise, um, infrastructure, um, uh, um, I cannot really uh, complain much about it. Yeah. <laughs> You hear everyone saying when every World Cup comes around, uh, an African team is going to uh, reach the semis and, and, and win the World Cup one day. Do you see that happen, happening sometime in the future, Aaron, or do you think it's some way off? I think I, I think it can still happen, um, Derek. I mean, you look at how players that um, that we have been exported. You know, um, there are a lot of players that are playing in in different leagues in um, in Europe and and, and in England, yeah. and we have players that are playing in in big clubs, you know, in um, in Europe and England. So, I I, I strongly believe that um, uh, if really we um, if 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 we can just be be honest, especially as as the leaders. You know, um, of our football in in Africa, the 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 problem that we have, we have a lot of corruption in um in in our football in Africa. Yeah. Uh, we have we have uh, people that um, uh, are thinking about themselves than thinking about the game. Uh, if we can get rid of that and and have people who have played football, people who have studied football, and Together with business people, I, I truly think that um, uh, we can we can have a, a country that can uh, that can do well in um, in the World Cup in, in in the coming years. Yeah, yeah, that, that's hope. So, um, can I ask you be, be, before um, uh, our final question, Aaron? Um, there's one player that's attracting a lot of attention at the moment, uh, Bongani Zungu. He's obviously South African. He plays in France. Um, do, do you know much about him and, 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 and as a player and, and and what he brings to a team? Yeah, no, um, I had an opportunity to actually uh, play play with him. Yeah, and uh, I also had an opportunity to. Um, to manage him uh, in the national team, yeah. um, he did well in in South Africa. Um, um, he's he's a very a, a talented youngster. He's a he's a very dedicated youngster, and um, I love the, the the his structure. I mean, the problem that we have in South Africa, we have players with um, with, with a small structure, and that actually it tends to to be. A, a problem when it comes to um, you know the national national team or international games or players to break through to to um, to teams abroad. But uh, with Bongani, Bongani has it all. I mean, he has a beautiful structure. Uh, he is very good on the ball. Uh, he's been in in Europe for for some time. Yeah. With the problem again that we have, we have players that goes to Europe and uh, uh, when get tough, they come back. But uh, but with him actually he stay actually he stood the test of time in um, in in Europe. I mean he started in po- in Portugal. He went to France and um, and he's doing he's doing he's doing okay. He's doing well. Um, I, I think he's one player that really can 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 open the doors for 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 the generation that we have at the moment in South Africa. Yeah, definitely. And your own career, of course, after Portsmouth, you would. Uh, you would leave to come back to um, South Africa, of course. Um, and but when you retired, um, you played with is it Bidvest Wits? Is, is is that right? Yes, yes, correct. I played at uh, Bidvest, Bidvest. Yeah, yeah. And the reason for hanging up the boots? Did you just feel the time was right to retire, or um, were, were you quite sad to finish your playing career? Yeah, no. I felt that uh, it's about time. Derek. I felt that I have um, I have ticked all the boxes. You know, um, it was just about time actually to uh, to make a room for other players and focus on other bits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, at the moment, actually, I'm I'm diverting my career to um, to coaching 
and um, I, I have I have actually just signed a contract with uh, uh, the university in 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 South Africa, one of the universities in South Africa, to to establish my my sports academy. Yeah. So um, yeah, I felt that um, I just needed to make a room for 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 other players and 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 focus on now um, developing and coaching. Um, and all ploughing back my experience, my experience and my expertise. Yeah, well, we wish you all the best with it, Aaron. It's been um, absolutely terrific having you on the, the podcast. I, I've really enjoyed hearing your story. So, thank you very much for for coming on. Anytime, Derek. Um, thank you so much. That was episode 70 of the Talking Football podcast with Aaron Mokuena in association with Classic11.com. I hope you enjoyed it as always. If you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can catch them all on pretty much all podcast platforms. Be also sure to check out and subscribe to the Talking Football website. It's talkingfootball.co.uk. If you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Talking underscore Football and we're on Facebook as well. And if you want to sponsor the Talking Football podcast, you can now do so. Just visit the Get Involved page on the website. Join me again on Saturday morning when I'll be chatting to Jeff Holmes. He'll be telling me all about his newly released book, Tortured, The Sam English Story. But until then, keep safe and bye for now. Mm-hmm.